Part two, will this work? Will I be able to add Trish? Let's find out today. Uh, oh, okay. Hmm. Da, 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 da. Oh, 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 okay. Send recording. Huh? It's a shame because I was really getting into talking about the Mars rover and perseverance. Oh, <gasps> ah! It worked! Hi! Oh my God. This is so unplanned. I so unplanned. We look at the that. Blue background and the pink shirt. We look the same. Weird. I'm going to up my lighting. See, I can't get my lighting to work. It's very unappealing. When I have my softbox, it's just. Ugh. That's the descriptor. Blah. Do you have lighting on, or is that a no, window? No, this is my natural window light. So. Ah, I have a window right here, too, but I'm not facing it. So if I, this is facing it. This is that why it's called window chats or window because go. of the window in film? Oh, no. Meeting? Um, actually, that sounds smarter. So let's go with that. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. Thanks oh. for agreeing to do this. We've never spoken of before, course. but you're, you're so cool. Uh, oh, so you are you. Your TikToks make me laugh so much. So I'm just get, trying to understand TikTok finally after like a year of trying. So I just created a new page and then I, I followed you on that one too. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. I, I was told by someone a couple months ago that Instagram is dying, get on TikTok. And yeah. then I got on TikTok and I'm told TikTok is dying, get on Clubhouse. Get on. Oh, and I so I got on Instagram the... reels. Oh yes, the reel. Oh yes, exactly. <laughs> How short can I make my comedic sketches <laughs> because we have no attention span? That's the challenge. <laughs> But um, but I do think that Clubhouse is very different from TikTok, so you can be on both. Oh, it is. I agree. Oh, yeah. I did my first Clubhouse last night. When I say I did my first oh. one, I actually unmuted and spoke. That's a big deal. It was. It was. It was terrifying. <laughs> I, I did knew the same person. thing yesterday. It was it, so scary. You just kind of talk. I was like, um, and... hi. Um, yeah. So... <laughs> Oh, what I do. Um, so I'm doing this. It's so hard to like explain what you do too in like 10 seconds and not take up the stage. I didn't even mean to go up though. So that was really scary. Did you mean to go up? Did you like ask a question? How did it happen? Oh, great question. I, the, so this actor I know, he started something. He said, join. And I usually say yes to everything. So I joined. Yep. And then he, I was part, and then I think they pressed something to allow you to speak. And yeah. then I took off, I unclicked the mic, unmuted. There we go. That's English. <laughs> I unmuted and I spoke. And mostly That's awesome. I was just saying hi and supporting. They were talking about a film that someone did and I said, it was great. And then afterwards I got a little more comfortable in the room and we were just talking about the industry and it was actors, filmmakers, different perspectives. It was really interesting. That's really cool. Yeah, I find all the chats have been very interesting. I'll turn it on and just do dishes or like go about my day. And then I'll have to leave the house. So then I'm like, okay, better, better make sure that I can use it while I'm on data. So then I leave the house and I like chuck it in my back seat of my car and I'm like driving it around like it's my child because <laughs> I'm so addicted. But yesterday was the first time I actually said a thing. I didn't really contribute much to the conversation, but um, yeah, it's very insightful. I was listening to someone this morning talk about how she had like a, role as a grocery clerk and then CBC, um, CBS, CBC, CBS in the States um, invited her back for like multiple, multiple episodes. And then Jonathan, J Jonathan Galecki, 
Yes. I was going to say Jujuski. I was going to say a, a Toronto artist's name um, from that Big Bang right. Theory. Oh, yes. From Big Bang Theory. Invited her to be a regular on his show that he was pitching because of that. And it's like, she said she just has this weird roundabout way of getting roles. And I thought that was kind of cool. That's an amazing. When I yeah. hear those stories, I'm excited for them. And then I think, how do I do that? How do I yes. become? I get it's an odd because it's such a, a happenstance lucky component. Again, there's a bit of skill, but those people yeah. in the right places at the right time. I love those stories. Cause I always I know think, I'm like, okay, I get invited to be on a show and they cut me out. Like you get invited to be on a show <laughs> and they invite you back for more. <laughs> I'm I didn't doing know you something could ever wrong. get cut out. I was so <laughs> Oh, you can get cut out. I thought you book it, you make it, you see yourself on TV. Whoa. But no, you can get cut out. That yeah. Is... You wait till like a year and a half later and you're like, where are half my scenes? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's but always I guess, the scenes yeah. that you're the most proud of too, right? You're yeah. Like, yeah. Watch this is this is for my demo. This is gonna be great. <laughs> exactly. Oh. And then it's like, can I message the editor and ask for the cut footage? <laughs> I don't I I feel like yes. I would be too nervous too, maybe. Actually, yeah, would I be here? I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to, there's a chain of command that I don't want to ruin there. Yeah, but. exactly. Yeah. I'm like, ah, I don't want to bug anyone. I'll just sit over I here and use what I have. I've never seen profanity in this chat before. I don't know what I do with that. There's profanity. I can't see anything that's being said. That's okay. Uh, I guess, you know, it is what it is. That's what we do with lives. Who uh, is it? Let's call them out. Are they trolling? It's astadgangan2856. That's legit. Oh, that's a legit yeah. human being right there. Yeah. Probably have no profile picture. I don't know. Maybe they do though. <laughs> I, so I find with names, when I question people about them, there's usually a good story. So for me, mm. I use my name because I'm very original. I think you use mm -hmm. your name as well. How do you pronounce your yes. last name? Is it? It's Rhinoni. Rhino that's the, that's it's fun. Italian. I, well, it's I like to, to think it's Rain one, but that's just fun. Okay. Yeah. Rhinoni makes more sense. Rhinone. Cranone. I'm supposed to roll the R. Cranone. Cranone. I got this. Yeah, I always find people who send really crude messages on online. If you click on their profile, it's some kind of profile designed for trolling because they don't have any content of their own. So it's not a real person being brave and being like, hi, this is my profile. I've put out content myself. This is my real face. It's like a picture of a cartoon. It's a random name with a bunch of numbers and they hide behind that. And it's kind of gross, to be honest. I, you know what I think isn't fair? I think the name trolling is being discriminatory against trolls. I'm, I'm putting it out there. Because treasure trolls are very cute. That's the thing. Okay. And Trolls yeah, the movie, they were cute. Trolls was really cute. So that's yeah. just not fair. It's not Let's... the best name for it. No. Maybe more like leeches. Yeah, I don't think there's any positivity. Well, although leeches yeah. can help suck your blood if you have a blood disease. Oh. I'm pushing. I think that's Le a thing. Leech therapy? Back in the day, everyone gets a leech. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's my non-medical licensed opinion. So there you go. <laughs> I'll have to look it up. I do think it's a thing, but I don't remember why. Huh. This is, this is why we maybe have it gets like Maybe it gets the blood flow going. By removing the blood, it would, yeah, I guess your body has to create more blood. Yeah. Because huh. they say when you give blood, it's actually really good for your body. And it mm -hmm. allows, like, the disposal 
of blood so new blood cells kick in and that activity of kicking in and regenerating new blood is supposed to be really healthy for you. I, I remember reading someone had donated a significantly large amount of blood and they were in comparison, I forget what uh, labs they did on them, but they were just so much younger in comparison, mm -hmm. their labs to someone else their age. And that's what they uh, attributed it to. So I thought, oh, cool. donate some blood. Uh, yes. But then I realized I'm usually anemic. So maybe keep my blood. Uh, it's a, you know, <laughs> it's a it's a balance there. <laughs> yeah, depends on your own health state if it's yeah a good thing for you to do. So go online and check out a site where you can donate blood today. I love how this turned into donate blood. I did not see that coming. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I guess we're talking about this. Okay, cool, cool. I, I thought really we were just to gonna say... like be matchy matchy and wear pink and- That's all we had to do, show up And tell jokes. Background. Yeah. I really wanted I need to, to figure say... out the... I know, I was gonna say, do you want to adjust, uh, cut off a little at your head, but honestly, you, you still look very nicely framed. I've got a Chelsea Handler book. It's kind of, there's some stuff. It's old, so there's some really in it. There's some inappropriate stuff in there. Chelsea. Oh, and classic. then I've got this, Gabrielle, who I think is watching right now. Hi, Gabrielle. Oh, he was. He's, he's left. <laughs> I love, they come in, they leave. It happens. I'm using his book as a stand. Is that a And good I'm also thing? reading it. I'm also reading it. It's very good. It's a true crime and I love true crime because there's a lot of freaking weirdos out there and uh, I like to study them. Well, I, I find, I, again, I'll watch any, but when I see some crimes are done really well. Yeah. I think I understand the term criminal mastermind. Yeah. I feel like they know what they're doing. They make it look like a suicide every time. And it's always the spouse. Come on. Always. <laughs> and they always uh, make it look like a suicide. If there's no body... They can't, you know what? I'm watching Psychic Investigators. Really good one. Very binge worthy. It's on Netflix. Turns out if there's no body, police won't consider something a homicide. So they're like, a psychic so they will be like, okay, this person came to me named Joe Spadio. He yes. said he looks like this. He was wearing a gray jacket. He says he lives on Laura Lane number one, two, three. His sister's name is Sarah Didespadio. Um, his wife's name was Brenda, and he wants to be buried in his pinstripe suit. He was killed over by the lumber yard and buried there. So this psychic has this ghost come to them and tell them all this information. The psychic goes to the police. The police are like, yeah, no, that's a missing person. Yeah, that person does exist, but uh, that's a missing person. So there's no body. We can't take what you're saying seriously. And then the psychic does their best to like go out and investigate on their own, find the body. Finally, one police officer listens to them. This is the format for every episode. And then everything the psychic said ends up being true and the police were just gonna consider it a disappearance. Huh. Yeah. True crime. Da, 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 True crime. Da. <laughs> I've broken um, it down for you in case you're we keep, So the asked. person that I thought was trolling might actually be a real person. That's from India. And oh, I, he or she would like to know where we're from. I can't really see in the picture. Uh, I'm from Toronto. And I feel as though you're actually you're in a place that I always think is salt, but it's Sault Ste. Marie. You did a festival there. But are you there now or, or are you in Toronto? Or should I let you talk? I don't know. Um. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I go between, between, I live in a tree. I go between um, Sault Ste. Marie and Toronto. So back and forth, have places, I, can, I live in both places. Where are you now, Toronto? I'm not telling the psycho. <laughs> it wasn't Toronto, it's a very big place. What, what was he saying? Is? First, I need to know what kind of mean things he was saying. Was it, it was, mean? It was just more like the F word and the, and the bum word. Uh, I, I don't know. Oh. I can't. I don't want to say oh, it. Oh, so it was sexual. Well, no, not real. I don't know. Um, I, I felt like saying it very PG, <laughs> but I think I've sworn on these before. But I guess today I'm going to be very pristine <laughs> and keep it, keep it PG. Maybe it's because I'm wearing pink and I feel like a child. Uh, but I love pink and I love... I honestly wanted to start and say, okay, on Fridays we wear pink, but then it's mm -hmm. taking Mean Girls and it's a whole thing. Yes, uh, but Mean Girls was awesome. It wasn't. Except it was wasn't awesome. it on Wednesdays they wear pink? It was, I know, and oh, that's okay. why I'm, I'm doing an homage on a Friday. So there you go. I like it. Mean Girls was a great, great movie. All female leads, Tina Fey, launched Rachel Adam, McAdams. Rachel McAdams? McAdams. That right. Yeah, Rachel McAdams' career got her, you know, in the door for the Notebook. So I didn't know that was before the Notebook. I thought that was after. Yeah. Huh. So she was. Uh, she went to Toronto. <laughs> she went to. In case you wondered, she went to. I'm like a know-it-all. She went to okay. um, the Toronto Phil or the uh, U of T Film School, or she took the acting program, and um, and then she got a role in Mean Girls and she was just fresh out of school, but she was apparently the best, one of the best actresses the professors had ever seen. Um, I did a short film there a few years ago <laughs> and that's what I heard. You're the grapevine. And, um, and then she was, so she ended up, Tina Fey came to Toronto. They hired a couple locals or saw a couple locals for auditions. She got an audition. She got the part. She went to LA for the premiere and her agent called up uh, the casting director who was casting The Notebook. And they were seeing Jessica Biel and all these famous people for the role. Maybe Britney Spears. I think that might have been one of them. And then the casting director was like, look, like, I've never heard of her. But okay, fine. Like, if she can do these scenes for tomorrow and come at this exact time, then I'll squeeze her in. So look it up on YouTube. Her audition is on there. And it's freaking incredible. I want to watch it. It's like 15 minutes of her doing like pretty much you just need to watch that audition, not watch the movie. It's like the whole movie. And it's just like it's basically her in the movie, but in the audition room, just doing the crying and going through all the emotions. I have no idea how she even learned all those lines in one night. Um, so she blew them away. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's amazing, too. And I also thought Amanda Seyfried. See, I, I never get that right. Apologies to yeah. Amanda, who's obviously listening, but yes, sorry, Amanda. I, I thought she was You're supposed very to be, <laughs> sorry, she was very supposed sorry. to be the Rachel McAdams character, but then she went with the dumber one. I heard that, but I don't know how true that is. Oh, in Mean Girls. Yeah. Yeah, I, she I was really good at that dumb character. She was so good at that. What was it like? I have ESPN <laughs> and my breasts can tell when it's gonna rain. Yeah. But you know what? The lines themselves were so clever. So and good. And I love that. I, it's just when you have a good script, you have good people playing. The, it's just it's meant to be something bigger. And they made it into a musical. Yeah. I never had the chance to see the musical. I heard it was pretty good. Oh, that would be really good. Mm -hmm. I did not see it. What's up with Lindsay Lohan? I saw she's on Clubhouse. 
Uh, um, yeah. I so when I was talking years. to Lindsay the other day, we were just having our usual morning coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, I haven't heard from her in years. I don't know what she's up to. <laughs> I mean, we, we drifted apart when we were never friends. So that's, that's really what That does there. tend to happen. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a shock. Happens I a lot in Hollywood. Happens a lot. Yes. <laughs> I haven't thought about her in a while. I, I know yeah. everyone's been talking about Britney Spears lately because there's yeah. that documentary I haven't had the chance to see. But it's always interesting. People that were stars when they were younger, what are they doing now? And yeah. I recently thought of Mary-Kate and Ashley because mm -hmm. their sister is doing that WandaVision. Oh, yeah. And she's amazing. She's very Elizabeth. good. Who would have ever thought the unknown sister? We didn't know about her growing up. And she looks pretty similar to them. But she's just like such a... She seems very down to earth. She's got like an earthy kind of, she looks like them, but with maybe a bit more of like an earthy vibe. She seems like a cool girl. Great actress. Yeah. yeah. I was so excited for her because I think my, so I have two uncles that are twins and then it's just mm -hmm. my dad. And I always think of the brother that got lost. Yes. Or even I see, have you ever watched the Property Brothers? And there are these two, they're twins. Yeah. And then there's that other brother. Once. Pardon? Yeah. I served one of them a burger once. They oh. came into a bar I worked at in Toronto a few years ago. They were really nice. Like they seemed genuine. Sweet, yeah. sweet, genuine people. Yeah. What was the burger? It was a um, take on a Big Mac. So it was like a Big Mac, but this restaurant bar's style of a Big Mac. So it was like uh, the fancy $20 Big Mac, but not like a it? Big Mac. Did he? Oh, was he a good tipper? Everyone asked that. All of the above, like good tipper, ate the burger, loved it. it, was so kind. It was super busy too. So he was really patient. Yeah. And he might be dating jo Zoe Deschanel oh, yeah. now, but he might not be. It might be the twin because I don't know because I can't tell them apart. So I just love that we're gossiping about all these stars. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah. But I you know like what? reading a magazine, like, what is this star up to? Did she wear that correctly? Uh, oh, I hate when they do that, though. Who wore it better? Compare. Who wore it better? It's like everyone wears it best because all bodies are amazing. Everybody is beautiful in their own way. Do not compare people. I mean, we just, we left ourselves open to that right now. So we're going to have to find out who wore it better. But I would say your lighting already is doing you way more justice. I'm going to have to change uh, ooh, so that no one compares. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I have another pink shirt on back. It's a very light pink. I do not care. You look We lovely. wore pink because pink is in. There you go. Let's discuss. Uh, also, wait, there's a comment. I never know how to pronounce these names, and I apologize. Vingruel X. I apologize. Is it, is it another person asking about bum things? Uh, no, it's not. This seems very okay, lovely. Good. Trish, you're looking good, okay. and it's nice to see oh. you're enjoying what you do. Keep it going, young oh, lady. thank you. Cheers to your future's endeavors. That oh, is so kind. That's very lovely. Thank yes. you. That's very nice. I Aww. love when I get Cheers random to you messages. Too. That's so fun. Cheers to you, too. As my people this would say. lemon water. L'chaim. Oat milk latte, because I'm feeling millennial. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, it's not very good, but that's all I had right now. Hmm. Um, when you talk about twins and someone feeling left out, like the other sibling, I know nothing about that. Are you a I've, twin? No, my sisters are. That makes more sense. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were the per. <laughs> so that's interesting. Are you older or are you younger? Because I find older. 
That's what happens. There's the older one that sets, and then the twins, they have the fun, they prank, but the older one's serious. And really no one take like, they don't notice them. And you're just kind of like in the background, but no, I'm going to make a name for myself. I don't know. That's, I just gave you a backstory. That's a great backstory. It's pretty accurate. I always think my sisters, they like are a little, so cute. Just, I mean, I call them little. They'll always be my little sisters, but they're so cute. So smart. They're always taking courses to like further their knowledge on everything and, and volunteering. They're the sweetest people ever. I think they should have a Twinstagram. I really think they should get, you know, get out there on the social medias. They're really shy. Yeah. I, I mean, social media is really challenging. Yeah. I, I don't know about you, but there was a point where I would post things and then just delete them because I just, I, no, this is stupid. I'm done getting rid of it. Why did I share it? It's very, very, see, I- It's pretty much my like, everyday life. <gasps> It's terrifying. You post, why did I post it? Oh no. Oh God. Uh. Hey. <laughs> yeah. I feel like with comedy too, sometimes if you're kind of like taking on a character, um, I joke around a lot, like, especially online. I'm a bit more shy in real life and like normal situations and conversations. But if I'm online, I'm here to entertain. So I joke a lot. So it's always kind of scary because you don't know if people are going to take it too seriously and think that maybe you're the character you're being or embodying. So it's always kind of, yeah, it's a weird thing. Or putting TikToks out, you think like, <laughs> am I going to, when I'm being the character saying something really stupid, are people going to think I'm that person? Um, like last year when we first started the lockdown, I was doing lots of Carol Baskin impressions and people hated Carol Baskin and they also Trash. hated impressions of Carol Baskin because they hated Carol Baskin. So I had some nasty things said to me when I, put those out so it's always kind of a like should I put this out am I gonna offend somebody are they gonna understand the humor or how come this one got this many likes but this one only got like five views <laughs> I, it's the ones that I'm proudest of no one watches I'm like this is so funny this is gonna be great then the other I okay I worked hard on this I'll post it no actually it's the ones that I spend five minutes on let's see what happens oh this was so funny I'm, there's one I filmed my neighbor <laughs> I'm just at my window. I, oh, I saw that. They got the most views I've ever made. And I don't understand why. Because <laughs> people love, life. people love peering into other people's lives. And you were doing that and admit, admitting that you, admitting. you did that. <laughs> Have you not made, do you, I don't know if you live in a condo or where you live, but. Do I do when I'm in Toronto. Okay. Oh yeah. I and you just definitely... kind of give people a backstory. It's really yeah, there hard. was this one guy, like, so where I stay when I'm in Toronto is downtown. So there's other, well, I've only gone back, like, I've only worked there once in the past, like, eight months. But there's other condos around it. So when I look at the window, I see, like, orange underwear guy who's always in his orange underwear yes. and, like, walking around pacing. He's always pacing. Orange underwear guy paces all the time but you can't help but see it because no one puts curtains on their windows and they're right there like you're facing them so yeah I definitely have my people I spy on I don't spy I mean they just happen to be you're there looking outside look. yeah yes. I'm just taking yeah. a gander yes and exactly. you are half naked and that is your choice uh your body your choice but exactly your house your condo yeah the condo thing is weird I like to leave my window open when I do self tapes. So then I have yeah. my pajamas on the bottom and then a fancy top. 
and, and they can see you. Curious gazes. What's going on? I wonder if anyone is curious. So there yeah, there must be some wondering. Uh, just to there be, must hey, be some people who work in the industry who are like, oh yeah, she's doing a self tape. Cool. I would love and... to self tape for someone that lives yonder. That's the dream. Ah, just hey, uh, I see you across your window. Can you send me a self tape? Hey, <laughs> feeling lucky. Let's see what happens. Or what if one of the producers or yeah, one of the producers or director was watching you self-tape because they're your neighbor and then they get the tape and they're like, we know she was really wearing uh, jogging pants on the bottom. We saw the behind the scenes. To the, the risk I'm willing to take at this point, but yes. Yeah. I think they, I think it's fair to assume every actor has jogging pants on in every self-tape from now on. I mean, on I say they're that, but then you got to change. Sometimes they want the full body. So then I change oh, yeah, my pants for the full body. <laughs> So you wear the jogging pants for the actual audition. And then at the end, you do your full body slate where you yeah. introduce yourself and then you put on the uncomfortable dress or you take off the jogging pants that you had on with the uncomfortable dress. And then you immediately, as soon as you get the slate done, which is the hardest part of every audition. Thank you. It really is. <laughs> it's so hard. Why is it so hard? For those of you who don't know what slating uh, is, it's saying your name. Uh, sometimes your height, sometimes your location, but it is genuinely very challenging. Oh, and every, and you want to kind of show a bit of your personality in that two seconds. Um, it's pretty awkward. And you don't want to say it to like, hi, I'm Trish Renoni and I'm five foot seven. You don't want to be like, oh, what? If we were standing up right now, we'd be the same height. Well, actually, I remeasured myself because I started doing mm -hmm. yoga uh, and oh. I, I got taller. It was very exciting. You do ah, a year of yoga, yoga and you're like, look at this, five, seven wow. and a bit. Uh. That's awesome. I, I mean, honestly, yoga. I could have actually been five, seven and never really measured myself, but I kept thinking I was five, six and a bit. Yeah. So I just rounded down because I thought five, seven was too tall. But now I'm like, you know what? No, I'm liking five, seven. Embrace it. I'm in the yeah. same boat. I always thought as an actor for my resume, I should put five, six. Yeah. And five, seven, because five, seven sounds tall and five, six sounds okay. This person's not too tall. But when it comes down to it, like five, seven isn't that tall. See, but I think five, six, you give her flats, she can work with any actor. Five, seven, right. oh, she wears a heel and she's towering over And everyone. then she's towering over the male actor, yada, yada, yada. There was a hallmark. I don't remember which one it was, but she was so tall, the female lead, she wore flats. And it was so oh. fun. I just like to look at the height dynamic and who they pair with each other. It's really fun for me to watch. I love, yeah. I don't know about you, but I, my, one of my favorite parts was when they would pair me with someone who they think is my husband, who's my family. It's so fun. Yeah, I, it's like it's like speed dating. You're like, oh, hey, uh, but it's not in a sense. It's not because this is who you're working with. So you don't. Right. You're okay. I, hi. Uh, hello. You will be my my daughter for the next three hours. Looking forward yeah, to working with you. Uh, it's always child. a little um, like especially with babies. One time I remember having a baby who had to be my baby, and the baby was screaming because she's like, "This is not my mom. My mom's right there." So the baby kept like looking over to her mom and screaming. So did they have the backup baby? No, they did not. It was uh, back in the non-union days. It was Paranormal Witness, ah. so they probably didn't have the the budget for backup babies. 
I'll share a really fun story where I learned that I'm disposable as an actor. So I'm still non-union, but I was yeah. doing a commercial and it was a four-year-old and yeah. okay, fine, whatever. Um, I was his mom. And then his actual mom decided to pump him up full of sugar before the commercial <gasps> shoot. Oh, no. And so shockingly, <laughs> he wasn't behaving. Okay. We, we tried multiple times. We tried for at least an hour to get it to work. They went yeah. next door to a Loblaws. They found a dad and a daughter and they replaced me. No. Yep. So the mom and daughter with dad and daughter? Yep. Wow. I guess that's why we do have one of the reasons why we have our union, because that couldn't fly once you're with the union. But you know what? A lot of commercials, um, that's awful that they did that. I, I didn't know what to do. That was, I think it was one of my first commercials. And I thought, I don't I wouldn't I, want to I, fight that still. I even spoke to my wasn't. agent. I was like, here's the deal. So I got the session fee, but I definitely didn't make the final cut. <laughs> but like, why couldn't they use you instead of the real dad with the next kid who maybe wasn't hopped up on sugar? Yeah, I, a lot of questions. Uh, yeah, a lot of commercials are going, are like, it seems like in the last just few years, a lot of commercials have gone non-union. Yeah. I mean, I always find that interesting. I don't Maybe know that's how why. You, well, I don't know how you feel about commercials, but I find I end up doing more things that I wouldn't do in normal life. So I mm -hmm. kind of joke that I'm a really bad wife, how I have to do, okay, I have to wash the dishes and do the garbage. And so I'm like, this is a lot of work. So now I have to get my <laughs> husband to show me what he does. How do you wash a dish like a human? Cool. Uh, <laughs> it's really fun. It's really fun. <laughs> So you're married in one. real life. I am. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And he likes to do the dishes? Uh, it's more of a necessity because I chew. I, it's kind of, I like to think it's a fun game. He would disagree. Mm -hmm. Who can hold out the longest? I usually oh win. <laughs> is, it, is it helping our marriage? I don't think so. <laughs> my partner likes doing dishes. When I do them, he's like, no, no, I wanted to do them. I'm like, you actually want to do dishes? Because I'm just doing them to get rid of them. But you actually, I think he likes it. I think he's a sensory person. Oh, interesting. He likes sensory things with his hands. So he likes to, like, <laughs> I shouldn't be telling these stories. If oh. there's, no, it's nothing dirty, but, like, if there's a plush blanket, he, like, puts his handprints on it. And then he, like, looks at it. And then he puts his hand, like, he likes, um, I think he's got, like, a sensory thing with his hands going on. So he likes playing with water. <laughs> so yes. he likes to do the dishes because he likes the bubbles and stuff. I just like to do the dishes so poorly that my husband feels the need to micromanage it. And I love it. Uh, oh, no, is this how I wash it? Do I add the soap before or after? <laughs> but the thing is, you could do either. I feel like there's no one right way to do dishes. So if anyone says you're doing it wrong, or you should do it this way, they're just not doing it your way. No, there's I know, many I'm ways. He's, yeah, they're, they're, he's actually he's been very helpful. <laughs> As I'm struggling as an actor in a pandemic and he's just being cool and yeah, doing his I thing. I wonder what it's like being with an actor if you're not an actor. Like See, my I partner like isn't say. either and he, but I wonder what he thinks. There's so many versions of us. It's like you're dating seven people at once. You can't get bored with me because today I might be a little weird, you know, and then just use a voice and he goes, please don't use that voice. When I go back to my real voice, he's grateful that I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> so therefore Stop. dating an actor is the best thing ever some good marriage advice we're providing uh <laughs> this has become a psa for so many things <laughs> donate blood and here's how to not 
be a partner in a marriage. Uh, cool. <laughs> do a dish, people. Uh, do you ever purposefully do like a bad job with the dishes so that he'll step See, in and take over? Mean. No, I don't, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I just find but at the end of the day, after I've used all my creative energy, I'm just so tired. Yeah. I'm oh, that's like, the thing too. We're using creative energy and it is pretty mentally exhausting. Well, especially when there's certain weeks where, okay, I like to challenge myself unnecessarily. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to do these really hard pieces and do all these little films today. And then, oh, okay, maybe I should have divided that over the week instead of one day because now yeah. I'm useless to the world. But Well, you get a, those bursts of enthusiasm and excitement and you want to go all in. Passion. True. Yes. But you, okay, we have to talk about everything that, oh, I keep, every time I say about, I'm like, no, make it not Canadian. About. 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 Uh, about. Let's discuss you. Pals. I've honestly just found synonyms <laughs> for the word about now. Uh, that sounded weird. About. But, but it is true that a lot of the auditions do say in a neutral American accent. They throw so. in sorry and about. And yeah, then I go, and as oh. long as you nail those, there we go. Accent nailed. Those are the only. I'm two not words. an accent expert, but yeah, I just keep saying it every time. I, every time I say about, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say. Uh, okay, moving on from that word, uh, let's discuss why we're wearing pink because pink is yes. in, and it's actually yes. a thing that you yes. did. Okay. Please share. Okay. I mean, it was just so Ooh. cool. Um, Pink is In is a comedy series. Right now it's on Bell 5 TV. So if you have that, it's available in Canada. It's a really, I can say this because I didn't write it. It's a hilarious comedy. Um, I think it's like just so funny. And I'm such a fan of the show as a viewer outside of being in the show. Um, yeah. So it's, it's really, I think it's something you want to check out if you haven't on Bell 5 TV. And if you go to Par Parallel Universe Pictures um, Instagram right now, or the P at Pink is In Show Instagram, there's actually a link to um, it being available on Vimeo. So you can rent the entire thing now for $3.99, and I believe it's 20% off until March 1st. And then you'd get to, so it's a pre-order sale, and you'd get to watch it starting March 1st. So... Yeah, it's uh, created by Lisa Crawford. She's amazing. The, oh, she was not on only here before. She's so funny. She's so okay. kind. She was? Yeah. Oh, oh I, I, had I, I apologize back. that you don't have the thing. She said something. Love oh, that you are both here. wearing pink. Oh, well, I'm assuming she she's Lisa tonight. Cross 17. Yes, it, yes. Okay. I thought yes. you meant she was on your window chats and I somehow had missed oh, it. No, so no, I no. said I was going to scroll back. She, she watched it. But I didn't, I, again, there's a lot of people that kind of just joined for the guests. I'm like, I don't know who you are. Uh, I probably, I'm trying to get better at saying this. Anyways, she loves that we were wearing pink. <laughs> oh, yay. Yes, this is for Pink is In. So Lisa is incredible. She's such an inspiration. So if you get a chance, um, Google Lisa Crawford because she's done so many articles with the CBC. And um, she's really opening so many doors for, you know, other transgender creators and artists and just opening doors for so many people in general, for women. The show stars mostly all women and um, a lot of the actors hadn't done principal roles before and they are so talented and just, you know, because of the way the system works, 
And, you know, casting directors don't always know of the talent that is out there and there's so much talent out there. So a lot of actors got to um, be on this series and allow the series to let them shine and show the world what they've got. So it's, uh, yeah, I'm very grateful to be a part of it. Remind me of your character. What was your character? Um, So my character's name is Nikki. And well, she goes by Top Dog. And um, (laughs) (laughs) she's really tough and really mean, Um, which was, which is really fun to play because I mean, we're all just people and the mean person, you know, they're, they're vulnerable too, but they're just putting on a a front. So Mm -hmm. it was a really complex kind of cool character to get to understand and know, because if she ever shows any sort of weakness, um, she she could lose her ranking. So it's very different for me because I'm more of a people pleaser. So if I've been in, you know, or, or if I feel like someone doesn't like me, I'm also kind of intuitive and I feel like I could get vibes that someone is not into me. So I just shy away from them. I get more shy than confrontational. I'll just kind of be like, oh, there's that person. They don't like me. I'm going to run the other way. Whereas Tot Dog is like, well, yeah, you don't like me. I don't care. Like, you better bow down to me or there's going to be some, some repercussions. Like she's more of a, like in your face, kind of like very opposite of how I would be in high school or, um, or in, I guess even like in this field, I don't like to be competitive or be like, I like to support others and be friends. I want, I want people to be friends with me. Top dog doesn't care. (laughs) So it's very different. And it was really cool to get into that kind of, headspace especially because I hadn't hadn't played a character like that before and the show that most people had brought up to me that they had seen before in the past was my roommates and escort my character's very different in that one she's very non-confrontational to the extreme um she's a people pleaser so it was cool to play two different characters as recurring in a series that are like oh I lost you for a second I'll never know how you ended that. Oh, there you go. Oh, am I back? Yeah, you were ending a sentence um, and I I will never know. Oh, I was saying it's very cool to play two characters that are so vastly on the opposite ends of the spectrum because they're just, yeah, it was awesome as an actor to get to play both very vastly different characters. Um, We're casting a feature film. Oh, so I just sent one of the audition tapes um, off to uh, the writer, producer. Cool. And he just phoned me back. So I'm going to have to, sorry, David, if you can see this, you're going to have to wait just a moment. <laughs> I will get back to you. I will call you back. <laughs> yeah, we're in Maybe we getting into the home stretch. That's, so are you, are you, right, do you wrote this? Like what feature fit, what's your role in this upcoming David wrote this one. I did some story editing um, and we're all producing it. There's a producing team of four of us. Oh, and now I just got a text. Um, Hi, David. Hi, David. <laughs> David's great. He's, uh, he's on Full House. Oh. He's on Fuller House. And he's always directing and producing various feature films. I so. love that Full House came he's back. He's a very big, uh, busy guy. Yeah, Fuller House is really funny. My nieces love it. It's just so fun to see what was our childhood and now it's 
a new generation's childhood. It's so exciting. And I, what a yeah. nice treat for the actors in that. I know. It's just, uh, I'm noticing a lot of shows that we watched growing up from the 90s, like Punk Punky Brewster is coming back. It's really great for these actors that these classics are coming back. Or like uh, um, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. So now they're getting, some of these actors maybe didn't work for years in between. Mm -hmm. um, Did you watch that Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion? It was amazing. I didn't watch it. When was it on? It was, I can't remember what platform it's on, but there was the lead, the mother, the original mother. Uh, yeah. So she, she had left the show and there was a lot of different reasons. I, I didn't know this at the time. Again, I'm so young and I just realized, oh, and Viv looks different. Uh, but <sighs> the re they, she had a talk oh. with Will Smith and it was so amazing to see two different perspectives. And yeah. it was just, and they were so open and vulnerable and honest. And it was mm. amazing. Because she, I heard some of it on the radio. So she actually claimed she didn't work for years because of some mm -hmm. um, negative words that he had said about working with her. And then they healed and now they're coming back for another season. Is that I, correct? I, I actually, the new season is news to me. I just, I oh. watched that reunion show and I just thought it was fascinating. I love, that's why I love doing these talk things and I love, those behind the scenes stories. Uh, but that was a story I had never been aware of. Yeah, it was never in the public eye until I think recently. So I guess she spent all these years, you know, probably, I don't know what she that was story, doing, it, but it's, yeah, it made me I'll have so, to tune it actually into the full made me thing. so upset because in a sense, because she is amazing. That epic dance number she does when they think mm -hmm. she's too old and then she does this awesome dance audition is my favorite moment of any TV show where <laughs> like, don't judge someone. They still got it. It was Yes, so do good. not put women in a corner because oh, of their age. Stop doing that. Yeah. And then I love how everyone's trying to do that dance. Now, I, I, back in the day, I still wouldn't be able to do it. But uh. yeah, <laughs> dancing is not easy. <laughs> I, I love, I mean, as a kid, I, I would dance. And I, even now, I still mm -hmm. don't mind it. But the level, when I... I did this. I liked it. Again, I auditioned for everything. It's yeah. Whatever. And I decided that I was going to audition to be in the Stratford, the dance call, the open dance call. Yeah. And I go and uh, learned the routine. And it was hard. It was very <laughs> challenging. And then they yeah. reached a point where, okay, so you learn the routine and then you have to perform it for the judges. And they said, okay, if anyone wants to leave now before doing the routine, we won't judge you. And in my head, I'm like, no. Maybe you need a comedic relief in this Stratford <laughs> show that you're doing. I will stay here. I will attempt to do quadruple pirouette and see what happens. It was unsuccessful. But nonetheless, oh. <laughs> You tried. That's the whole, the whole thing is that you didn't scare away. How but many I, people would go out and do that in the first fun. place? Like, that's terrifying. It's, the open calls. Have you ever been to one? And it's just watching the other talent is amazing. I haven't done any, I've done theater, but more like dramatic theater, never musical theater. I grew up as a dancer, but cool. then as soon as I, um, I was really good in my childhood, but then once I was a teenager, I had a quick growth spurt and I became like a length, length, lengthy gang. Like I was really like skinny and awkward. Now you're and looking like inflatable tube man. Okay. Yes. That's what I looked like. And my teachers got really mad at me saying my arms weren't straight. Um, 
and it was just traumatic. I just realized like this, and it was actually pretty, uh, oof, dancing was intense. They, you know, they taped my ponytail to my back because they said I looked down because I was kind of shy. And they said I looked down to the ground when I was dancing. So they took my ponytail in front of the whole class, wrapped tape around it, yanked my head down to my back, taped my head down and made me dance like that. And after that moment, I was mortified. It was more about the morti being mortified in front of my peers, in front of all the um, parents <laughs> of all the, the other parents dancers. parents were there? All the parents were watching. The other students were there. After that moment, I was like, mm -mm, I'm no longer a dancer. And then I was oh. hitting puberty and getting bigger and like taller and more awkward. And it just, I felt like I lost a lot of the flexibility, but I just lost a lot of the um, drive to be a dancer because of that, that scenario. I've never told that publicly. Oh, it's like, I'm like bringing up like my past trauma. I feel very nervous. Well, but, that story, um, why didn't anyone do anything? That's no terrible. one did a thing. Yeah. But like, so, can you imagine someone doing that nowadays? They would, that, that dance teacher would be canceled. That is she, not a yeah. thing. That, is, that should that never is be a thing. so upsetting. Yeah. So after that, I just hated dancing. I didn't want to dance you. anymore. Yeah. And I, yeah, I quit. I ended up going back like recreationally to other studios over the years into my um, adulthood and later teenage years, just doing like recreational dancing. So I just wanted it to be fun. I didn't want to be uh, abused in front of <laughs> a group of people. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's, uh, that's, so I never got into musical theater and maybe that's why, because I had just such a negative experience with dance. It was always, you know, they were always telling us we were too large and we were tiny children yeah. and they were telling us we were too large, suck it in. Um, you shouldn't eat so much. And uh, yeah, it's kind of a scary world. So, you know, you have to find the right teachers and sometimes teachers get in a position where they can teach and really lift people up. And there's been some teachers that are incredible and some acting coaches that have like changed my life, who have changed others, other lives. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, you definitely, I think that took my passion for dance away, to be honest. That's, that's probably why. I've, that would probably do it yeah. for anyone. Uh, yeah. That's, I, that story makes me very uncomfortable. I, I don't know how you, thank you for sharing in a sense to know, just to say that's not okay. Um, yeah. And if that happens, you know, that would never happen today. It better not. Um, but, you know, seeing my nieces now dancing, if I ever heard of any sort of situation like that, that would be, you know, that would be, like you said, that that teacher would be in some major trouble. So. Yeah, not allowed to be a teacher anymore. Yeah. I, it's such an odd shift when you were a teacher. I, I want to not back in the day, but a while ago. It mm -hmm. would be, okay, the teacher, this is their class. This is how they do it. If you don't like it, get out. But now it's all about the kids and you have to be not a role model, but a decent enough person to foster this child's creativity. Yeah, Which, it's a privilege to get to be in the position where you get to teach kids and the upcoming mm -hmm. humans. So um, there are some people huh. who are so passionate about teaching who change literally change life that's what you're doing as a teacher you get the opportunity to change lives yeah so like take that and there's so many people who take that and care so much but either way no matter how you approach it you're going to have a huge impact 
on the people you're teaching. So, mm -hmm. so be good, good people. Job. Yeah. If you get the chance to teach, be a good person. I just in general, be a good person. Yeah. That's just, just the takeaway. This just is try. a PSA. Yeah. Be nice to that. people. Someone, someone asked, uh, they were new to joining, if we intentionally wore pink shirts with our blue backgrounds. And I wanted to say no, but uh, we just, we felt it. No, we, we, we just, just we, happened to show up like this. No, we did. Um, actually, you said you were going to wear pink to celebrate Pink is pink in. Pink is in, yeah. And I said, oh, I'll join you and wear pink as well. I didn't know But then we were. both happen to have these. Now I'm playing with my background. And so I love, okay, I don't know if swing. you did this. The background, I could not, I tried to steam it. I tried to, I tried everything. So I just have tape pulling it apart, slowly stretching it out. There's only a couple components where it doesn't look that crinkled. But yeah. otherwise, the bottom, I just, it's the only self-tape part from here to here. It's fine. <laughs> Mine's a little wrinkled. Um, I did when I first got it, I took a blow dryer to it, just oh. as long as you don't get too close and start yeah. um, melting it. I find that works as an iron and it works on clothes as well. I do not own an iron, so that's what I use on my clothing. Oh. <laughs> that's creative. Uh, life hacks. Um, the artist still a little you. wrinkly. Okay. But yeah, it's I just not... have it hanging yeah. here and this is where I do my self tapes, but it's also my desk, like my um, computer and desk is set up right here too. So anytime I do a Zoom call or a podcast, this is the background, which kind of works out because I mean, no one really wants to see my walls. They're kind of blah. I also just don't, that's the thing. I'm like, there's nothing interesting really on my walls, but also <laughs> I don't really want to share. I don't want to clean. This is part of the cleaning yeah. and laziness component. I'm not cleaning another section of my place, okay? Right. You get the wall, you get the window, that's it. <laughs> and for TikToks, because there's that green screen background, it's always way better to just, like, I, I did a TikTok this morning, um, and I searched, so the setting was in a kitchen, so I just Google searched images of kitchens and then I use the green screen and I'm like, this will look way better than so anything. Much. Yeah, just use the green screen. Terrible kitchen lighting. <laughs> I had to film an audition in my actual kitchen. They wanted the sink and I thought, okay, I'll respect your request, but the lighting is terrible. So yeah. here you go. Shockingly didn't book it. Not surprised. I'm like, I the angles, it's like this old school kitchen and there's block. There's barely oh, any way. That's the worst. You're like the lighting. It's it's okay, but if this is what you want, yeah, I'm gonna. I read the instructions, <laughs> but um, okay. Why All did right. they want your actual sink? Did they want to shoot there? Was it gonna be like where you? Because oh, I know a lot of commercials are shooting now. Like the actors are shooting it, or they're doing it via yeah. Zoom. I spoke to someone about that the other day. Uh, there was a commercial where they asked me to take a picture of my space. So they okay, you book it, whatever, and then, okay, take take pictures of your space, send it to us. So I sent them my pictures and then I ended up shooting in Hamilton because my place is very sad looking. But <laughs> other actors that have a nice space could shoot at home. It's so weird that now as actors, we need to also have like a nice space to offer. It's like how much more? Like now everything is happening in our own houses. Actually speaking of which, there's a really cool horror movie that was shot um, all via Zoom. It's called Host. It's on Shutter. Um, it's I think it's really like paving the way for the new way of doing things. I mean, of course, we're gonna always have. We're still gonna go to set and make 
you know, like with COVID safe protocols in place and with smaller crews and still make our films on set. But um, I think it really is like opening the door for um, webcam or Zoom shows because it was really well, well done. Very scary. It's, and there, I would say probably just as hard to do. The, mm -hmm. I, I was watching just to coordinate the Zoom and everything, just to coordinate all, that's a challenge in and of itself. Plus the oh, yeah. connection, yeah. Yeah, and actually some of the actors and the executive producer and writer were on Clubhouse last night. And I think they might be doing this chat every Thursday night. It's a horror film chat, horror lovers chat. And cool. the actors, yeah, Haley was, I think it's Haley Bishop. She's one of the leads. And she was talking about um, how it was different as a, like a new experience as an actor, but like in a really great way, because she got to learn so much about like the technical side of things because she was essentially filming herself. And um, she learned a lot about the framing. And also while she was acting, she could see herself because you can see yourself on the Zoom. Yeah. Um, so it's almost like, I guess in self-tapes, we can see ourselves. You can usually see yourself, like I do it on, yeah, it's on selfie mode and you can kind of see it even though the eyeline isn't right at the um, camera, you can still see yourself on see yourself. So it's like a new kind of acting where you can actually see what you're doing whereas on set you're not like thinking about that at all you're just performing and knowing that the dop and director and everything they've got you framed up properly but if you're doing a zoom film you're framing yourself and you're learning all of those technical aspects so i think i these like days... knowing my frame i don't like seeing myself perform while so you're performing I, I end up putting yeah. the post-it over my little tripod i don't want to oh, see that's a great idea here you go because uh, yeah. it's just in, I, I don't want to get used to seeing myself because I'd like to think this isn't going to be 10 years from now, we're still doing all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, but it is nice. There is a power to seeing what I would be giving out versus going into the room, doing it once or twice and wondering how it went. So at least I can know, okay, did I tackle Did I hit every, I mean, you don't hit every beat per perfectly, mm -hmm. but it's just, being a little more aware of how I look when I'm doing auditions has definitely helped in a sense. At least yeah, that's what I find. you get yeah. to know your, yeah. Yeah, you definitely get to know your, your face and the things that you do as an actor. Whereas, you know, a few years back when we were just doing all in-person auditions, I felt like I would go in, I'd feel really nervous and overwhelmed. And then I'd walk away being like, I don't even know what just happened. Like, I don't know. Did I make my eyelines? Did I look, did I look ridiculous? Did I actually do what I thought I was gonna do so now you can you know your space you're not walking into like a weird strange space and I always think that auditioning is like a really kind of scary thing because you don't always know what the room's gonna be like if you're, it's in person you're not seeing that take so you walk out going like I don't know what I what they're sending whereas when you do a self-tape at home yeah you watch back and you know what's being sent to the to the producers but on set it's always comfortable because you get there you have a little chat or run through it with maybe some other actors or the director, if you're lucky and have that time. And, uh, but then you go and you do the blocking and you have, you get to know the space. You don't just walk in and boom, they start shooting you. You get, yeah. you get a chance to block it out and get comfortable and know the space. So I don't know. Acting on set is a very comfortable thing. Whereas acting for an audition is very, there's so many unknowns when you have to go into the room. It's very, um, 
anxiety inducing. Mm -hmm. So I'm a big uh, fan of self tapes. Randy, wait, Rand K dad wants to know what projects we're working on at the moment. Uh, oh, cool. Well, I think so. You're hmm. also so you mentioned so pink is in is out. You're doing yep. that thing with David. Uh, <laughs> yes, David, I will call you back thing with David. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'll, I was gonna um, elaborate. It seems kind of oh, yeah, so upcoming is um, I'm one of the producers on a feature film. Um, so yeah, just doing some of the pre-production stuff right now. And then we, what else? We have my producing partner and I at 180 Sisterhood Productions have Drunk Read Throughs, which is kind of a, a COVID project that started to celebrate your old scripts that are sitting around um, on your computer that never got made into films. So we have people from all over the world send in these old scripts of theirs, um, either pilot scripts or short scripts. Um, and they send them in and we drink drinks and do a Zoom show and, and record it and have some really fun guests on. So we just recorded like mostly all of season two and we haven't put it out yet. So we're gonna release that maybe sometime this week. Um, but all of season one is on iTunes, Spotify. So that's something that keeps us, Sounder FM. Um, and Google Podcasts. So that's something that keeps us busy. And I, yeah, just like any other actor, do weekly auditions that I never hear back from. <laughs> it's great. They're, they're making me grow as a person. There you go. I love that attitude. How <laughs> drunk do you get for the drunken podcast? The drunk. I don't research? actually, I don't really get drunk. I mean, sometimes I have one drink and sometimes it's like, I might be tired. I might not want to feel yucky the next day. So I'll have a near beer, but no one knows. I just say that I'm well, having Now I beer. know, and now I don't believe now. it. I refuse to listen. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I, I want think to that I am... out blackout drunk. Nope. Uh, sometimes I'll have one cocktail or one. If I have one glass of wine, I do start to feel tipsy. So, yeah. I mean, I like to think, I don't, I don't really like the feeling of being drunk, but if I'm yeah. on a sugar high, that oh. is fun. That's just me. And then I crash afterwards. That's just the best version of intense, insane Robin. Uh, so that's, I would yeah. like intense sugar high read through. I'd like that to be an option. Well, if you want to come on this show and we could eat like Skittles or Jube Jubes, except that we'd have to do it over Zoom and you'd have to get your own. Um, and I'd have to get my own, but like, so we're not really having you, okay. we're not really having you on, but we're having you on. Um, but because of COVID, yeah, it would be over soon. But we could do a um, Skittle or candy, candy version. Ton of chocolate. A yeah. sugar high drunk read throughs. Yes. I'm throwing, I like to throw out options. It's again, it, beta test it, see what happens. <laughs> we can do that. And uh, if you do want to be a guest or if anyone listening That's wants cool. to be a guest, you can email us at 180sisterhood at gmail.com and uh, inquire about coming on or send us your scripts. We'll read them. I love that. So you yeah. have the people send you the scripts and then you invite the script writer on with the Zoom? We actually don't the usually Zoom. have this. We had the script writer on for the first time um, two nights ago and that will be the first episode of season two. It was a special event with a whole bunch of people. Um, the most guests we've ever had on, it was an alumni event for uh, Rebecca's University, CapU, super fun. So we had the writer right there, which was really cool. But normally they just like, we put ads on Hoo Ha Ha. It's a platform 
created by Elizabeth Banks. It brings females yeah. together. So we put out a um, call for old scripts on that platform and people send them in and then we read their scripts, thank them. And uh, yeah, they're usually not on the show, but um, we're very welcome to having them on the show if they ever do want to come on. So it's just kind of a loose, fun podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I love how you're just keeping busy. Like, I'm doing this and that. It's amazing. It's just so inspiring, right? Just kind of keep pushing and work's not yeah. coming in. So let's create work, that kind of thing. Yeah, I'm very much an advocate for creating your own work in this industry. Um, I wouldn't get auditions if I had never been a part of my roommates and escort, which I was a co-creator on with Katie Ullman. Um, if I hadn't done that series, I probably wouldn't be in the room for auditions or, um, yeah, it's, you know, I think just creating your own work opens more doors and you also put in the work to like, if you learn how to produce, you have some control over where your career is going because you can always sit down at your computer and be like, today I'm working on this pitch package and I'm sending it to this network or I'm working on this pitch package and I'm applying for this grant. Whereas the auditions, I haven't been successful with a lot of auditions. You know, I do auditions, you send them out to the abyss or to your agent and they send them out into the abyss of all of the thousands of actors that are probably, you know, well, I guess thousands aren't actually taping for it, but a lot are, and the best of the best. So it's just, it's a numbers game and it's kind of who you know a little bit. Cause I know they like to cast, a lot of people like to cast someone maybe they already know or know of. So it's, it's really hard. So I think at the end of the day, I feel like as a producer, I have some control over, creating and I'm not necessarily going to be an actor in everything I produce or direct or write, but um, I get some joy out of doing that. So, and I think it's also important to find joy in other things outside of this business because there are many other things that can bring you joy. So that's true. Yeah. I think it's like, it, you have to learn when to shut this business off because otherwise it can consume you 24 seven. And uh, I don't know. I just make, things because it you know it just it feels nice to be able to it's a lonely time and it feels good to still be able to what I love about podcasts especially is that you can still create still connect with other people and um yeah do it during this weird weird time yeah yep I, I mean, I appreciate having the opportunity to uh, connect with you. And I, oh. for the life of me, Likewise. I couldn't remember why I followed you. And then I wondered if you were part of the <laughs> firecracker group. And then like, how no, did I, why am I in that group? So I think I wondered if we did a follow follow kind of thing. I don't oh, I couldn't maybe. remember. Because I'm like, I don't know why I'm following her, but she's very funny. And I like her oh. humor. Yeah, oh, thank you. Well, no, it's hard. It's a, it's a unique Likewise. sense of humor. Oh, thank you. Well, I find some people it's either love or hate. There's no in between like, oh, she's kind of funny. It's like, oh, that's great. Eh, not for me. But yeah, that's what comedy is for sure. Because I've noticed that people yeah, anything I've done comedy wise, people love or they hate, but you're making them feel something and you're not going to change your sense of humor your humor just comes from your life experiences so you can't change or shift your experiences to please everybody and create something that's maybe funny to them and you know young boys don't find me funny and that's okay that's usually who trolls me um but my experience is is as a mid-30s 
you know, woman and that's where my humor comes from. So it's really great if you evoke something in people, whether it be love or hate, because then, you know, you're, that's what comedy is. People love you or they hate you. There is no in-between. And who wants to be wishy-washy and in-between? Yeah. Just stick to your guns. This is me. Yes. There you go. Yeah, just stick to you. You be you. I like it. Is there anything else you want to plug before I uh, press the X button? Oh, um, I don't know. Just... Yeah, check out Pink is In. Go give them a follow on Instagram. They're a really great show to be a part of. Really awesome um, producers and creator Lisa and and writers. And um, yeah, it's just such a nice team and they worked so hard on it. So if you could support Canadian projects like Pink is In, go give them a little follow. And uh, thanks for listening to this this therapy session for me. Oh my God. <laughs> No, I can't believe great. I got into the tape of the hair story. Like, who knew that was just in there brewing, waiting to come out? But I am. I, I bring stuff I am out happy of people. That, okay. I am happy you brought that out of me because I feel like the 12 year old Trish, who was essentially abused in front of a room of people, deserves to have that story heard. And um, it's just a reminder to people to, you know, if you get a or if you're in a position of leadership, like use it to uplift others because your impact on them is so great. That's very true. Yeah. Ugh. Don't take their ponytails, ponytails I, down. I can't believe I've heard of these stories. I, I've never met anyone who's gone through. I mean, competitive dance is nuts, but it's yeah. messed up. The stories that you hear and you see, I mean, I, honestly, I still think some of these training practices are done. I watch these. Oh, I hope not. Documentaries, and I think, oh, that's a little too recent. That's alarming, but, you know. Yeah. So I, think for people, I think people, um, I think people will call them out if that's, if that's still happening. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's, yes, it's just, you know, I don't know. There must be a positive in it, right? Like maybe because I lost my love for dance because of this, that awful situation, maybe I found a love for something else that I wouldn't, I don't know what else. I don't know what I spent my teenage years doing. It was pretty much, I probably should have just transferred dance studios and stuck with dance because, yeah. But it's hard, to, like, it's hard to know at that age, right? And I think just even by bringing up that conversation and being able to discuss what's not okay and also it's not it's almost weird because as a child, I'm thinking what I would do in that scenario and I would feel guilty for looking down. Like I disappointed my dance studio, my teacher, I would feel really upset, but know that, okay, that's just not a really good way to teach and you could go somewhere else and have a different experience. Yeah. I, I think that's worth noting. If any 12 year old girl that's dancing has felt this way, uh, change studios. I don't know why they'd still yeah be dancing during COVID. Although they are doing online classes, so. Uh. Yep. And I'm sure that's, yeah, that wouldn't be going on today, hopefully. I don't know. Um, yeah. yeah, I guess, I mean, I did take a recreational class later on in high school and that teacher was such a, she, she looked like Kelly Ripa. She's just like, that's how I can describe her. Like just this like adorable, like big smile, so sweet, just like bundle of energy. Um, she was just such a kind light. She had like such a, yeah, just, she was a light and she was, she made it very enjoyable. So um, I guess the answer would have been 
earlier to switch. But I mean, I still had to, at that age, I had to convince my mom, you know, I want to quit now because she did that. And my mom was like, no, you can't quit. You have to keep going there. So it was just kind of like the times. It was yeah. people for some reason put up with that crap. But I don't know. It's uh, don't quit what you love doing just because one person makes you feel bad about it. Just yeah. Yeah, I think the lesson is get away from that person in that toxic situation. You know, switch studios, switch whatever, and just switch schools. You can always, you can always make room for change and uh, don't be afraid to make some changes. Yeah. And we're just yeah. going to keep spreading the good so people don't end up in those situations again. So, yes, I guess it's, yeah, it's what can two people do rolling up my sleeves that I don't have. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and we both have the, we both chose yeah. very similar pink shirts too. Cause I think you said, I'm going to wear a pink shirt. And then I, I have uh, one said, I'll wear one too. And they're okay. very similar. I was going to go crew neck, but I thought V opens up the face. So ah, that's what I learned. There's a tip. Uh, There's a tip. I'm going to, uh, I'll go look through my V necks and see what I've got. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. You're, uh, you, you have like so much, just such a bright career ahead of you. You're such yeah. a talent. Um, I watched your monologue slam and you're, you're just like, you're, you're, you shine on screen. So you have, and you're so funny. I love your TikToks. They're gonna, you know, they're gonna get so many views and it's just, just, yeah, I love that you're doing what you do because you're, you're great. So these window chats are also awesome because I've, been tuning in and getting you know we've all been tuning in we get to see some some people we weren't maybe familiar with before and and connect so I think you're doing a lot of great things and you're yeah. so kind and you have so much talent to offer the world so thank you for um, thank giving you. me the chance to chat with you and get to know you this is my favorite ending just pure call <laughs> thank you so much <laughs> I, I will pay you the money that I told you to say this stuff good check check cover that and just send it to my agent. <laughs> Amazing. She'll, she'll take the 15 and we move on from there. Yes. Uh, and then we move from there. Yes. So no, but thank, um, thank you so much for connecting and but good. I'm going to keep watching you and your projects and I'm very excited. Yeah. I think I will pay the three ninety nine to watch pink is in. I was debating that last night. Yay. I think I'm going to do it. It was a good sell. I Yay. mean, pink is in, so. and if anyone likes it, the team is so down to earth, you know, tweet at them. Facebook at them, go on IMDb, rate it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, if you like the show, definitely those things really help the team and they're the nicest people and the most down to earth people and they, they notice and they'll really appreciate it. And it really helps with us getting more episodes and, and seasons in the future. So anyone who has done that as well and who has supported, it's, um, it hasn't gone unnoticed. It's, it's very much appreciated. And uh, yeah, it's humbling for everyone and it's, it's very kind and appreciated. Of course. Gotta that. support a fellow actors. There you go. Yeah, the Canadian industry. There's so many people great... helping people. Yeah, yeah. There are so many great people and lots of funny people. We're lots just, of funny know, Canadians, Canadians. We have to laugh through the winter, so that's what we do. <laughs> that is what we do. <laughs> no storm. When's it gonna end? Chuckle, chuckle. Okay. <laughs> Minus thirty again. <laughs> uh, oh, Canada. Canada. <laughs> Uh, this, is, this is so much fun. Thanks again. It was awesome. Thank you so much. Okay. Have a good one. Okay. You too. Bye. Bye.